headlines about these two guys. It's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. Nine one one seven. CJ had a great game. But let's not get carried away. Laughing emoji. You, you count as good games, but discard the average ones. We don't discard the Most average. They didn't say we've bad. Them. We've graded them all the time. Yeah, we always. But I think that's the thing. I, I still expect he's going to have a stinker. Tape don't lie, man. Two nine one two. Come on. If we had this conversation last week, there's no way you take Stroud over Allen or even Tua. In my humble opinion, I don't like Allen. Like I, I don't like Josh Allen as a quarterback to win an NFL playoff game. Um, fantasy team, love to have Josh Allen. Winning a football game, I don't think he can win three in the postseason. Too mistake prone. I think Lawrence too mistake prone. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Let's let's go through the NFC here real quick. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts better. Yeah, I gotta go Hurts. Yep. Hurts is just too valuable. Uh, Stroud's a better thrower of the ball, but Hurts yep. is a better player. But you know what? There's one guy though that has impressed me with how he has improved throwing the football. Hurts, I, yeah, because yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that. Like, we've talked about this. I think it's the toughest skill to develop or improve on his touch. I didn't think he had any coming in to the league, and now he's proven that he's got a lot. Dak Prescott, he is. I'll take him over Dak Prescott. Yeah, I'm taking him over Dak. Easy. Easy. Sam Howell, CJ. Sam Howell's been pretty good, but there's no doubt about it. Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Danny DeVito, the Giants, no Stroud, Jared Goff. I'm taking him over Jared Goff. I'm taking him over Jared Goff. It doesn't matter what you say now, Joe. Yeah, I'll say Stroud, but it's tough. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is hurt. I'd still probably take him over Kirk. Oh, I would too. Joshua Dobbs played really well. He did, but that was his first game. We'll see how he does. All right, so forward. no, 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 no. Jordan Love? No, 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 no. What who, what bear quarterback we got? Badgent. Badgent? No. Fields? Fields. No. <laughs> so they're out. Derek Carr? No. No. Desmond Ritter or Tyler Heineke? No. No. Uh, Baker Mayfield? No. No. Bryce Young? Nope. No. no. Brock Purdy? No. Definitely Geno not. Smith? No. Carson Wentz, the new nope. starting quarterback for the L.A. Rams? Nope. Matthew Stafford? No. I'm not going Stafford. I'm not going to go Stafford. He's too old, I think. No. Yeah, yeah, he, I, like think he, almost... I think he's playing the 16th hole on the backside, too. Kyler Murray? He's better than Kyler Murray. I think he's just more of a winner than, than Murray. I think it's, Murray's it's another, it goes back to your point talented. earlier. He's another guy that, whether you believe all of it, some of it, or it, there's some truth in it, he does, he's not a student. Of, he didn't love the football the game of football and what it takes to be. You know, the, we've heard that he's a tape rat. CJ is, and that he loves everything X's and O's. Kyler, you heard the exact opposite. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Stroud here too. Even though I think uh, Kyler Murray is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL, he just doesn't all put it together. And well, for whatever reason, is it reading defenses? Is it failing to put in the work? Whatever. Uh, I'll go Stroud there too. So the collect the uh, collective vote here from within the Killer Bees. We have six quarterbacks that are better than C.J. Stroud. I, I, y'all outvoted me for two. We had Josh Allen. We had Lamar Jackson. We had Joe Burrow. We had Pat Mahomes. We had Justin Herberts. And we had uh, Jalen Hurts. Was there anybody else that we missed there? I think we got them all. Right? That's everyone. But can I just add a so wrinkle we have, to this? Yeah. Caleb Williams. No. No, not yet. Nah. We don't know what he's going to be in the NFL. I, I, yeah, I know. But and, like, and there's, there's no a lot chance. of doubts about what he's put on tape in the last month. No, you can't say that right now. That, uh, no, that's fine. I of just, Caleb, I, I think I'm taking CJ over Caleb. If you like, if the draft, was... yeah, if you, no, there's no one. I don't think this now, is a good you'd question. You asked me that before the draft. Uh, no, I, I think had, he, had a probably a different before answer. the draft. Different. I think right now, today, I think that belongs on Bad Take Boulevard. No, it's just a question. Would you trade CJ Stroud for Caleb Williams? No, absolutely ask not. A hundred football fans, what they would say, and all of them would say no. It's too late, Joe. You've already said it. There's a question. <laughs> a bad one, saying. though. Don't it's believe what people, people always say. There's no such thing as bad questions. There's only that's that's not true. There is absolutely 100 percent a such thing as bad questions. I think there are, and still that was one of them. People out there who, like, if you're going to say Caleb Williams is the best prospect since like Luck, 
there are still people that are going to put him in a category way too early. Yeah. I mean, okay. We said no, though. So we have, as a show, after voting on it, as a three-man trio, we have C.J. Stroud as the seventh-best quarterback in the NFL. We have him behind Josh Allen. We have him behind Lamar Jackson. We have him behind Joe Burrow. We have him behind Pat Mahomes. We have him behind Justin Herberts, and we have him behind Jalen Hurts. Someone texted in and said, uh, Dak Prescott, question mark. We, no, he, no, he's better than Dak Prescott uh, right now. C.J. Stroud, better than Dak Prescott right now. So Stroud is a top-seven quarterback. I had him ahead of two others. I had him ahead of Herbert. I have him ahead of Josh Allen. I have them in my top five. Yeah, I don't. I, have I can't them. go that far. We, yet. we as a show, we as a show, top seven. Yep. Maybe I'm a little hyperbolic. I got them in my top five. Film don't lie. That's where we feel right now about CJ Stroud after yeah, a little bit I, of a I practice. Think we have there. to see more of him in That's big fine. time we'll, games. I'll yeah. concede top seven. Yeah. I'll concede top seven. We have them as a show in our top seven. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Have the killer bees lost our minds? Seven zero zero seven. He actually said, if you're going to throw Caleb Williams in there, you have to take CJ Stroud. I don't know exactly what that means. Triple zero two, crying leaf equals crying Caleb. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Wheatstraw says car wreck level bad question. Was Joe's question a nominee for the car wreck of the day? Uh, Wheatstraw says yes. So, I mean, it's what is what it's is, been said nominated. is done. It's been nominated. Right, let's go out to the HRP listener line. 713-780-3776. Clarence, Big C, you're in the high. Good to hear from you, yeah, Big no C. Doubt, Big C. You're in the high. What's up? Hey, what's going on, boys? Um, I like CJ Stroud, but I'm gonna need everyone to slow it and stop being a prisoner in a moment. We had the same effect going with Jeremy Pena and what happened this past season. He had a great second half. But I say all that Good regular season. I say all that to say this. I like CJ Stroud a hell of a lot better than most people because he has two intangibles that you can't measure. He has belief and he has fearlessness. And you combine both of those together, and he'll be a very dangerous quarterback. He believes in himself so much, and he is so fearless that he'll make a throw, and you'll look at him like, oh, don't do that, don't do that. And he'll just make the throw, and he leads the receiver so well, and he puts so nice of a touch on it mm-hmm. that it just makes you believe. Big C. Uh, here's here's the thing, man. Like, thanks, Clarence. We, a lot of us are. Uh, uh, we see this a lot in sports, whether it's hosts, whether it's fan. People are very, very hesitant to like crown somebody before they have the resume. Yeah. And we we talk about it all the time. Like, I believe that there is a big difference between resume and then like the talent and skill of a player. Tom Brady has the greatest resume of all time. Does Tom Brady have a top ten quarterback skill set? Probably not. Probably. Like, give me like Brett Favre had a better skill set, bad decisions, stuff like that. Uh, well, Pat but that's Mahomes, skill set, isn't it? Mahomes is a better skill set. Maybe I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, but but Pat Mahomes is a better skill set. Yeah. I think Peyton Manning oh, had a better sure. skill set. John yeah. Elway, Dan Marino, Tom Brady wasn't in their league in terms of skill because resume. You, nobody's in Brady's league because you also factor in like of their shortcomings, how bad are they? As opposed to of their top skills, yeah. How 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 much does that trump? Uh, you know some of the other things. Favre had a massive arm. Yeah, he, yeah. But I'll, the I'll gunslinger thing went a little too far. Yeah, I, I think Favre is actually the most overrated quarterback of all time. So maybe that wasn't the best example. And I don't say that because I troll you. I actually believe that because he was mistake prone. I, I hate interceptions. Interceptions is one of the wor- is the worst quality you can have from a quarterback. And Favre leads NFL history in interceptions. Now he stuck around forever and leads the NFL in a lot of things. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. 
1-866-337-6312. Is he better than Deshaun Watson? Yes, we yes. mentioned it earlier. I don't even think it's close. It's not right now. One eight two one says I have him above Lamar Jackson. I I think it's close. Like I'm I'm going strictly from a this dude's skill set, this guy's skill set. In terms of resumes, Lamar Jackson has a way better resume than C.J. Stroud. I'm going on what I watch and who I think is going to be a better quarterback for the next four weeks. I think Stroud's going to get there better than See, Lamar. I, I, I don't key. think he's quite there right now this second. Yeah, I think that is there a chance that he surpasses Lamar down the road? Absolutely. Is he surpassed Lamar right now? Absolutely not. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Back out to the HRP listener line. Al, you're in the hive with the bees. What's up, Al? Yeah, you guys are a couple of homers. I mean, this kid hadn't proved anything yet, but he can have a couple of decent games against the bottom of the wrong team. And you guys are trying to put him against quarterbacks who've been in the league for a while, mm-hmm. and they're playing some really quality teams, of course, which you guys are not. Mm, okay. Al, who's your guys? If we're, if it's not our guys, who's your guys? Who, who are you a Dak Prescott well, guy? Not, it's definitely not your guy. But let me say one other thing. No, no, no. Uh, Tell me who your buddy. guy is. Tell me who you're rooting for. My, my, well, you guys put the kid from from um, uh, the Chargers up there. And Prescott's way better than him. See, I, I so, knew you were I mean, a Cowboy he, fan, but from the minute you started speaking. With you guys and them, and, when, and you're a Dak when, guy, right? So, what's Dak one? He's got a better resume than your brand new quarterback. I mean, you guys your quarterback a won a big story. game. We know that you guys are happy with it, and you it's all bright and shiny and new. But he hadn't done anything yet. He's well, done absolutely that's, nothing that's at not all. And he just threw 470 yards in five touchdowns. Year, he cried, whined, and moaned because you couldn't get the number one pick, and he didn't want the kid. Now this year, he's bragging yeah. on him like he was well, like, oh, yeah. Don't, I told you, don't so. you cry, whine, and moan every year when Dak and the Cowboys fall short? Uh, well, you want to talk about falling short? You guys never go anywhere. You've never done anything. And what have you done in the last 20 years? That sounds like that sounds like. What have you done in the last 20 years, Al? What have you done in the last 20 years? You've won, what, more one more what playoff game than done? we have? Maybe. Dude, no, you haven't. Dude, y'all, you guys need to grow up and just smell the roses. <laughs> I heard you a few minutes ago when you were talking about the Rangers. They kicked off butt. They beat your yeah. butt. And Adolis Garcia is better than any player that's on the ass show. That's all what I'm talking about. But you guys are just homers. Al, don't it's you think you've had enough time to, to display your Arlington love? Dude. You guys are wrong. That's the bottom line. You're wrong. Who says, Al? Stone That's cold. all I'm saying. You're wrong. You're, you, have a, you, you have a right to your opinion. You're just wrong. Okay. Well, And you are, too. We, we feel the same way about you, Al, but we love you listening. Appreciate the call, Al. Thank you. Uh, I don't. I, I can't believe you said Adonis Garcia it. is better than anybody on the Houston Astros. You know my problem is <laughs> with this Justin take. Verlander, Jordan Alvarez, and Jose Altuve. My, pro- my problem but with congratulations, fans and people like Al is like they just talk outside both sides of their mouth, and it's yeah. so obvious. Let's go back to 2016 <laughs> when Dak Prescott was a rookie in the NFL, and he threw 23 touchdowns, four interceptions. He finished sixth in the MVP. He won the Rookie of the Year. And you're telling me those morons like Al in Dallas didn't think Dak Prescott was the best quarterback in the NFL? Oh, for sure they Get did. out of here with that. That's so stupid. <laughs> Joe, I, I think you misspoke, though, because I don't think it was both sides of his mouth. He's talking out of a different orifice. The uh, I, There was a lot of things I liked about Al's call, quite frankly. 
Uh, I like the part where we were talking about the talent versus the resume, and he said that Dak has the better resume. Yeah, he does. He's been around the NFL for far longer. I also like the part where Al said that C.J. Stroud has never done anything. He threw for 470 yards, which is a rookie record. Some quarterbacks have never done that. I don't know if Dak has done that he or not. Dak. I don't Dak was one of the top three, was he? I think. But yeah. Dak, maybe he's done it in his career since then, non-rookie season. I don't know. But to say he hasn't done anything after he threw for 470 and five touchdowns is quite silly. But we're not talking about resume. We're talking about the talent of the quarterback. And I think there's a lot of Cowboy fans who are not homers that would tell you that Correct. C.J. Stroud's better than Dak because Dak can't get it done in crunch time. I talked to a Dallas Cowboy fan yesterday. He told me that exact thing. I'm tired of Dak Prescott. There's a lot of Cowboy fans that say they're tired of Dak Prescott. I don't even think it's arguable which one is the better of the two in terms of talent. Has Dak done more in his NFL career? Yes, he absolutely has. Here's another counterpoint. I think Dalton Schultz is like, he's been a pretty good tight end for the last few years, yeah. right? Does Dalton Schultz ever, and I don't know, I'd have to, I'll go back and look at this during the break. Has Dalton Schultz ever had the type of game he had yesterday with Dak Prescott? I don't know. I'll go back and check. Noah Brown. Has Noah Brown ever had the type of game he had Sunday with Dak Prescott? I, I don't know. I'll have to go back and check. That's also the thing with C.J. Stroud is this. Before the start of the season, we talked about this offense as being as one, one of the worst offenses in the league. We said that their wide receiver room was rivaled with Carolina, Carolina. as the yep. worst wide receiver room in the NFL. Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary have given you nothing from the running back position. Whenever we played our bid game earlier this year, where's the Texans offense going to stack up? Top 25? The Houston Texans have a top 15 offense, and they have a top 10 scoring offense with receivers we thought were the worst in the league. Why? Because C.J. Stroud is elevating them. Because C.J. Stroud is really good. Because C.J. Stroud is a top 7 quarterback, and he's better than Dak Prescott. 713-780-ESPN if you want to get in. 713-780-3776. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. If you get into a car wreck, we don't want that to happen to anybody. We wouldn't wish that for anybody, even now. But if you do get into a car wreck, you have to call Hollingsworth Law Firm. They have your best interest in mind. You don't have to worry about paying billable hours, any invoices, uh, retainer. You don't have to worry about any of that because you don't pay till you win. And you know what, Jeremy? The other the, the key with that is the fact that you're looking for someone that's going to be on your side, in your corner, that is going to be there every step of the way when you get in a car accident because it's an alienating, lo- very, very lonely feeling. You're sitting there in the middle of a wreck. You're trying to wonder, are the police going to come? Are they going to be able to figure out who was at fault? My car is shot. I'm hurt. I need help. Who do I turn to? Well, you turn to the Hollingsworth Law Firm because this is what they do. They specialize in auto accidents, and they go after the insurance company. They go after the other driver. And they go after getting you what you deserve. That means getting your car back to the way it was before the accident, getting you back to where you were before the accident, and making sure you are compensated for your pain and suffering that you endured during the accident. They are in your corner every step of the way. You don't want to deal with these insurance companies whenever you get into a wreck, too. They're annoying. They're out to get you. They know how to do it because it's their job. You don't because you don't get into wrecks very often. Make sure you have someone on your side that you can trust and is going to go to bat for you and win. Call Hollingsworth Law Firm right now for free consultation 713-999-8773 713-999-8773 visit them online car wreck texas killer bees have uh, cj stroud as a top seven quarterback in the nfl uh much better than than dak prescott I didn't know it was going to turn into a Dak versus wow. Stroud conversation, but I'm here for it. There's a rivalry. Uh, Dalton Schultz, you know what his career high is in catches? Ten. He did that oh, with C.J. Stroud 
and the Texans. Uh, never got to double-digit catches ever with Dak Prescott. Maybe C.J. Stroud's better than Dak. Uh, Dalton Schultz has been over 100 yards once in his NFL career. It was with C.J. Stroud. It was not with Dak Prescott. Noah Brown, his career high in Dallas in terms of yards was 91 in a single game. Against Tampa this past Sunday with C.J. Stroud as his quarterback, 153. So I think C.J. Stroud elevates those around him more than Dak elevates those around. But but resume never Cooks done anything. Did Brandon have better years with the Texans than he did with Dakota? Yeah, I don't know if that's pertinent, though, because Stroud oh, just, wasn't here. Bre- everybody thought, been, been everybody thought Cooks was going to be good with the Cowboys. He yeah, hasn't been yeah, good yeah, at all. I mean, if Davis Mills... That's kind of where I was going. What is this, like transformative property? Yeah, so, if da- if- so Brandon <laughs> Cooks is better with Davis Mills than he is with Dak Prescott. Thus means Gosh. Davis Mills better than Dak Prescott. Ash, if, the math is mathing. The, the math is mathing. 713-780-3776. Back out to the HRP listener line. See where this goes. Heath, you're in the hive with the bees. What's up, Heath? Hey, guys. Uh, I got to have y'all's back. I'm not even a Texans fan. But I gotta have y'all's back on that conversation with Al because I spend all day with junior high kids that live in the here and now and don't focus on the big picture. So first of all, Al, forty-two to ten when we smacked y'all on Sunday Night Football. But unfortunately, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Guess what? Last year, my Niners had twelve games winning streak. That's great. It doesn't matter. We didn't win the championship. So this whole conversation of we got farther than y'all—that is a loser mentality. If you don't win the championship, then you don't matter. Unless you're a Chiefs fan, you have nothing to talk about last year. Enjoy the ride. I enjoyed our 12-game winning streak. I did not enjoy the NFC championship game. But that is a loser mentality. Unless you are the one team that won it, stop saying we got further than you. Unless you held the trophy. None of that matters. My team started out 5-0 and this year. Feeling good. Now we've lost three games in a row, so none of that matters. If you don't win it all, stop living in the we got farther than you. That is a loser mentality. If the goal is to win a championship and you are focused on what other teams are doing and not yourself, you are a loser. Appreciate yeah, the call. Al, take that. Heath, I love that you have our back, but yes. uh, C.J. Stroud's also better than Brock Purdy. Just saying. Just going to put that out there oh, yeah, so we're we, not we confused. Got them, yeah. yeah, better than Lap Dance Lance, too. 713-780, but we appreciate you having our but back. But at least Lap Dance Lance found a home with a team that has Dak Prescott. <laughs> 713-780-3776. Back out to the HRP listener line. Jack, you're in the high with the bees. What's up, Jack? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, Cowboys fan here, but I have to say, Al, I don't know what you're talking about, bud. Dak Prescott is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the league. He doesn't make good decisions. Any big game you've ever watched the guy play, he folds. Um, I was extremely disappointed when they signed him to that huge deal. And like you guys have been saying, i got to give credit where it's due. C.J. Stroud has been great. Uh, a little Pat on my own back, I did say all along that if I had the number one pick, I would take Stroud over Bryce Young or Will Levis. Uh, I know that's your boy, Brandon, but <laughs> he had a good outing his first game. Uh, not so much this past one, and but you got to be excited about what Stroud's shown he can do, um, especially on the middle side of the game. I mean, he's just so mature and ahead of his, his years. I think y'all have a, a good good weapon there, and hopefully y'all, y'all hold on to him, unlike Deshaun. <laughs> 
Appreciate it, guys. Love the Cowboys, but I don't know why all of our fans seem to be so unreasonably optimistic year after year when they do nothing but let everyone down. I don't get every it either. Single year. And Jack, I don't, it, Jack, I don't think they're all like that. We appreciate most the call. Of, most of the text lines actually anti-Dak. Yeah, we're getting a the lot Cowboy fans, in. Dr. Dre on 290, and Cowboy fans in general that we speak to that are in the hive consistently, not like yahoos that just fly in to try and be controversial, they don't want any part of Dak, and they feel like if they had Dak, uh, they had uh, CJ instead of Dak, they might have won a little bit more. Five one five seven. Don't be simple. Dak has always had a number one receiver that commands the ball more every game. The fact that Dalton Schultz got more catches in Houston than in Dallas is irrelevant because Dallas always had a different focal point in the offense. Dalton Schultz focal point number three in the Houston Texans offense behind Tang Dell and Nico Collins. So I I, I like the effort. But not exactly accurate. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN HRP listener line back out there for Greg. Greg is agreeing with Al. Greg, you're in the high. What's up, Greg? To to preface that, I'm only agreeing with Al that y'all are. And I wasn't even going to bring up Dak, but y'all are really anointing this guy only after four games. Uh-huh. It's been an impressive three games, especially the last one. Y'all are definitely feeling that last game still. But I mean, Matt Jones had a great rookie year. And yeah. look at him now. So, I mean, we all know how this can go. It's been a good four games, but, like, you you got to pump the brakes on this. No, a you don't. Bit you don't. Here. Like, could you, you talk like, about what if you, what if you said it about Mahomes? Talk about Cowboys. What if you said it about Mahomes? What if you said it about uh, Mahomes, though, Greg? Like, what if you said Mahomes, like, oh, I'm watching the tape on this Mahomes fella after four games in his NFL career, and you're like, you know what? This guy has unbelievable talent. This guy has more skill than anybody in the league. People were saying that after Mahomes people four were games. People calling him people, a Hall of Famer. There you go. So you say that after four games, and people are like, well, you got to pump the brakes. Why? Why do you have to pump the brakes whenever you see the talent? If you see that he oozes talent and he's doing things on a football field that, that other guys aren't capable of doing, why are you pumping the brakes? People are scared to anoint because, well, what if I'm wrong? I'm not scared to anoint. I think I've made that perfectly clear over my history as Sports Talk Radio host, Will Levis. He brought that up, even though he's not my boy. Uh, I just thought he was a good prospect. Like, I see C.J. Stroud do things on the football field that very few quarterbacks in the league can do. A lot of people look at the box score. Well, he threw for 199 yards against the Saints. Oh, he threw for 280 against the Jags. Oh, 384 yards against the Colts. Cool. I watch him throw every single pass that he's made in his NFL career. And he does things that other quarterbacks are not physically capable of doing. We're not trying to do shock jock commercial radio we're trying to tell you from a realistic point of view we've mentioned how many times about his touch about his ability to read defenses about his ability to make the right decisions those are skill sets that veteran quarterbacks in this league in a lot of cases are still trying to figure out as a rookie he's done these things so what's wrong with saying that for the long-term future of a franchise that has been muddled in crap and just all kinds of negativity and bad quarterback play and, and, and whatever Deshaun did early on before we figured out a lot about Deshaun Watson, that this kid has a, the skill sets and has shown us enough to already put him to where we're considering him in the top 10 in terms of quarterbacks in this league right now that we would take and have play for to be our quarterback over the other quarterbacks in this league. There's nothing wrong with that. 5970, the talent is there more than obvious. All haters, 50-30, y'all don't always go full homer. But you are now. Year two is all that's going to matter for CJ. That's not true. It all matters. 713-780-ESPN. Back out to the HRMP listener line. Darren, you're in the hive of the beast. What's up, Darren? 
All right. So, guys, take it from a guy that's been a Dallas Cowboy fan from about 1970, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm the Roger Staubach, Robert Newhouse, Hollywood Henderson, uh, 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 Ed Jones. I'm from that era. Diehard Cowboy fan. You can't take anything from C.J. Stroud. You take the body of work that he has done this far, and, and the kid is spectacular. I would say that Dak, Dak Prescott is not the guy for the franchise. A junior high quarterback understands and knows not to take a sack in that last drive at the point they were on the field, at the time where they were in the game. Anybody knows that. So you take Stroud's uh, disciplined approach in that last drive, winning drive, 46 seconds, versus um, um, several opportunities that, that Dak has had, and Dak has blown them. Because he, 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 in my opinion, he lacks the skills. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm telling you that Dak, and I'm also from Mississippi. I watched the kid at Mississippi State. I'm telling you, it, 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 it's time up for that dude. That, that, that's my take. I'm a Cowboys fan. Appreciate it, Darren. Darren, vote for C.J. Stroud, I think. 75 True says uh, C.J. would have beat the Eagles the other night. I think it's fair. I think he would have beat the Eagles the other night if he was if he was quarterbacking the Cowboys yeah. instead of Dak, I think that would have gotten it done. Now, the one thing I won't take away from Dak that a lot of people are is where he stepped out. I don't – that that one was too – there's a lot of people that were crapping on Dak that he lost that game for them. Maybe the sack is something that, I, that I'll, I'll hear that argument, like, like Darren said, but I'm not going to crap on him for making the effort play at, at the pylon and stepping out when – that was such a bang bang play. I think Dak is good. I just don't think he's better than CJ Stroud. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. The HRP listener line. It's the Killer Bees. We'll be back with your calls when we return on ESPN. Time to get back to sports school with the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN ninety seven five. King of Twitch says uh, Dak is selling mattresses while CJ is watching tape. Um, <laughs> it is good news for Dak, though, that uh, they they just signed a receiver. Martavius Bryant is now a Dallas Cowboy. If Back. Martavius Bryant wanted to put up better numbers, he should have signed with the Texans because C.J. Stroud would have made him a better receiver than Dak Prescott can. Uh, 2055, ha, 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 ha. Uh, Dak won 12 in a row his rookie year. Give me a break, and I'm not a Dak guy. Y'all are delusional. This is the problem I have Like when you're comparing players in any sport, anything. It's people, well, this guy's better because this guy did it better then. This guy's better because his resume is better. Okay, I hear you. Who do you expect to be better over the next 27 games? Who do you expect to be better over the next two and a half years? Who do you expect to be better over the next five years? I don't care. I don't care that Dak Prescott won 12 games in his rookie year. I really don't care that CJ Stroud threw for 470 yards and five touchdowns this past Sunday. I want to know who is a better quarterback and who you have more faith in yeah. for the next period of time, wherever you want to define that period of time. Lance does it all the time with every position on the football field, but we all, as part of what we do, we, we've we seen enough football players and enough quarterbacks and enough talent to be able to see what a guy has or doesn't have and have an opinion about it. And it's pretty safe to say when we start looking at big picture, and like you said, whether it's in the next couple seasons, the next five seasons, how Dak's been in the league, what, 10 years now? So it, could it be 10 seasons? If Stroud wins one Super Bowl, he beats Dak. If, if he wins a one MVP, he beats Dak. 
it, you know, if he wins more than one playoff game in a season, he beats Dak. It's that simple. Yeah, see another texture. Dak did have a better rookie year than CJ. Cool. <laughs> cool. It ain't over yet. Who's going to be better over the next 17 games? CJ or Dak? And, and here's CJ. And like and that argument I think is extremely flawed because it's like when we talk about Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson was drafted to a team that had just made the playoffs. Yeah. Dak Prescott was drafted in the fourth round to be the backup quarterback for Tony Romo, a team that was being picked to go deep in the playoffs that year. Tony got hurt. Dak came in and he had a great rookie year. Like there's no doubting that, but he hasn't lived up to that hype basically since. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN nine six one eight. Dak was good his rookie season because that team was already playoff ready. O line was elite, had elite weapons and a defense. That team was for Tony Romo. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Out to the HRP listener line. Mike, you're in the hive with the bees. Up, Mike. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm. To be honest with you, when they drafted CJ, I was like, what did they do? Look, this young boy has just lost look on his face. Even in preseason, it's like, the guy is lost. You don't know where he's going. Yeah. He has made major improvements. You got a rookie quarterback that's basically, basically on a rookie team. Like you said, Dak inherited a good ball club. Lamar Jackson inherited a good ball club. There is no way possible. I have totally flipped. CJ is going to be something. I have not had a Texan player jump me out of a chair like he did this last Sunday on that last <laughs> touchdown play. Yeah, there is not any other team you could say had that happen. You got a rookie team competing with veterans that have been on teams for a while. That goes any team they played this year. So I don't know how anybody can say CJ. Is not a good quarterback. He is turning his team around. Yeah. I was an unbeliever. I'm a firm believer. I like that. Thanks for the call, Mike. I, like I mean, this. if it's going to jump you out your chair. I, I mean, I, to go from an unbeliever to a firm believer, I think that shows you a lot. Did Dak Prescott ever make anybody an unbeliever to a firm believer? I doubt it. Uh, so that there's advantage C.J. Stroud. And, and to be fair to like these Dallas callers, I don't think that they're saying C.J. Stroud's bad. No one, no one said they, that. They're just defending they're, him over They're Dak. just saying that Dak's better than C.J. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven. Jumped him out of his chair. I, I, and he I, said honestly, no one had ever done that as a Texan player. I jumped out of my chair. I'm not going to lie to you. That was a I, phenomenal last drive with was, the circumstances and even where they used their timeouts was was fantastic. Yeah, I question that a little bit, but it's not worth like mentioning. It worked out. But, it, it worked out. But it, the way they executed every play in that drive and the way he executed, again, the toe touch to tank on the sideline, was that was an elite throw and catch. So the way that everything had to be, the way the execution had to fall into place and be perfect for them to do what they did and they mm-hmm. did it, Give the kid credit. Yeah, that touched. Well, I mean, you can give the kid credit. Still think Dak's better though. Like I, I don't you can, know. But, it's, but both things can be true. I don't. Two five six eight question should be whether you prefer CJ with his current contract or Dak with his current contract. I, I get it because that's how the NFL operates. But just talent versus talent. Which talent do you believe in over the next five games, ten games, fifteen games, twenty games? Uh, now you throw in the contract caveat, which I mean is fair to do because that's how the NFL operates. Yeah, CJ on a rookie deal versus Dak's inflated contract. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Let's go back out to the HRP listener line for Homero. You're in the hive, Homero. What's up, Homero? Homero? Hey guys, nice speaking with you. I just wanted to uh, say that I wholeheartedly agree that. Uh, CJ is better than Dak. And what I saw this game just 
my jaw dropped. I mean, his footwork, his read, his accuracy, his poise, um, that all reminded me of one of my favorite players, uh, TB12. Y'all may know him. And I'm not comparing it to him. I'm just saying I was reminded of him with the way he handled that game and especially that last drive. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, his future, and uh, I expect it to be among the very, very best that ever played. Mm. Thank you. Strong. Yeah, I, I like Homero because that's a strong take. Not all you soft. Well, yeah, CJ Stroud needs to do more stuff. What? Why? Like, go watch the tape. See the, the throws the, he's making. Stop trying to base it off your resume. Like, the guy's good. Stop being scared of saying, well, yeah, he's good. He's going to be better than Dak because everybody has to wait for all these games and needs, like, all these accolades. No, which guy's better? Which guy would you take over the next three years? Yeah, instead, of, I mean, you guys get mad if we give him his flowers, but then you're the, the same people are sitting there trying to nitpick every single week that he does so many things well try to say wait till he does this then he does it wait till he does that then he does it I mean the 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 maturity and the poise of a rookie quarterback that you've already seen out of this kid aside from all the other skill sets that we've talked about is what sets him above a lot of quarterbacks in this league and when we did the comparisons that's why because he has the skill set but he also has the maturity and the poise and the the, and the, the decision-making that a lot of guys are still working on, and they've been in the league four or five years. A one four three. not one of the Dallas fans have said that they would uh, want Dak over CJ going forward. Yeah, if you're a Cowboy fan, tell me. You would like to have Dak over CJ, because I don't think well, there was would. one. His name's Al. I don't even know if he said that, though. Like he, I don't, I don't, he I don't think he, Al, call back. 713-780-3776. Call tomorrow, Al, at about 310. So, yeah, 713-780-3776. Let's go back out to the HRP listener line. Dr. Dre is in the hive. What's up, Dre? Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, yeah, Al, Al got me a little fired up, man. He's, you know, he's a typical dumbass cowboy fan, you know, that, that says, oh, you got rings. What have y'all done? When, in all actuality, us real Cowboys fans, we don't go saying that. I mean, Dak, Dak is the black Tony Romo. They both have done nothing. You know, whether you had the leading rusher in the NFL in uh, uh, DeMarcus Murray or you had the, the leading NFL passing receiving uh, Des Bryant, you know, they've done nothing. Neither one of them. So... So can you imagine that C.J. Stroud had the weapons that that Romo had, that Dak has had? I mean, the the we would we would be making this comparison. It'd be the other way around. Um, I do got to say, being at the game Sunday, I saw Mike Evans flashing open seventy percent of the time, and Baker Mayfield wasn't even looking at the guy. It was pretty sad to see uh, how open he was and. And Baker wasn't even giving him the time of day. <laughs> how, how did we just get uh, Dre? I love you, but how did we just get to Mike Evans yeah. <laughs> from from Dak and Dre? Yeah, he's CJ. Been, uh, he's been sitting on that well, one. <laughs> I, I I had to get it out there. You know, I, I, it'd be it'd be the good it'd be good to see Mike Evans come come home okay. to Houston yeah, and, and, and play for the Texans and and be uh, and had CJ Stroud have a number one. Uh, receiver out there and you know if he had some weapons i mean well Dre, man, just to be clear we all to? said that we would take cj over baker so that's why baker was had his shortcomings with mike evans 
<laughs> honey <laughs> right <laughs> appreciate it uh, appreciate the call dre dre's a cowboy fan by the way honey glaze branham it's funny how this conversation started off with y'all comparing stroud to all the quarterbacks in the league you even forgot about Dak. we didn't forget about Dak. and through dumbass cowboy fan <laughs> dre, dre noted dre noted cowboy fan uh, let's yes, make sure you throw in that caveat note dr dre noted cowboy fan uh, you even forgot about Dra- uh, Dak, threw him in there at the end. All of a sudden, all Cowboy fans got butthurt and steered the conversation to only Dak versus Stroud. That was funny how all of a sudden it was Dak versus Stroud. Uh, let's get a typical dumbass Cowboy <laughs> fan. Let's try to sneak in a couple more here. Heath wants to talk Carson Wentz for some reason. Carson, Heath, you're in the, you're in the hive. What, what, do you, what do you want to know about Carson Wentz? Hey, guys, love the show. That's not uh, Heath, that's Keith. Today, obviously, you've heard. Hang up Carson on, hang Wentz, up on. Yeah, Keith's just going to start on, doing throwbacks. We're not, we're not talking Carson not Wentz, Keith. Not whenever we're knee-deep in a C.J. Stroud is a top seven. What was that? The Rock. <laughs> it just give matter us more Dre. Dre's yeah. comment for the day. Keith, call back tomorrow and, and give us all your Carson Wentz takes. Uh, but C.J. Stroud, top seven quarterback in the NFL. Uh, sources are the Killer Bees, better than Dak Prescott will ever be. Typical uh, dumbass Cowboy fan. <laughs> so beautiful. I would take Mike From Evans. From a Cowboy fan. <laughs> I wouldn't mind to have Mike Evans. Oh, no. That's why when Lamont said that, like there's certain guys where you could put that guy in the mix with what you already have. You can't tell me they wouldn't be better. No. All right, get to, get your nominations in for our car wreck of the day, presented by CarWreckTexas.com. Do we need even? Do we need a nominees? Yeah, we're gonna need to kill some time, so we'll get some nominees. Okay. But I think we already know who our answer is. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Car wreck of the day, presented by CarWreckTexas.com. Next, Killer Bees on ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five. Hey, before we go to the break, I want to remind you about my good friend Doc Linville. He's got a variety of different ways that he can make the holidays bright for you. And and you know that I always talk about the Neograph procedure, but he also does a lot of great work when it comes to Botox and plastic surgery. And fellas, if you're looking for that gift that keeps on giving, you might want to consider Doc Lintville because he has a variety of different ways that he can spruce some things up so that you can benefit as well. But the thing that he does better than anybody else that I, I know of from per- firsthand experience is the Neograph procedure. And the Neograph procedure is literally, as he explained it to me, taking hair where you're never going to lose it. And genetically, you're never going to lose the hair on the sides and the back of your head no matter how bald or how much thinning you experience in the front or on the top and back that i didn't know until he told me and then when he told me that he can take some of that repurpose it put it where you need it and you can see the results almost instantly and you're going to see the full results six to nine months later when the the hair comes in stronger thicker and longer than you could have ever imagined and be with you with the for the long haul because he took it from a place where you're never going to lose it it all starts making sense. And then when he tells me 95 to 99% of the follicles that are moved are going to stay and, and grow and never go away, that's another game changer. And, and because of the fact that you're a listener to ESPN 97.5, you need to go to 975hair.com right now because you can get a consultation with Doc and his staff for absolutely free. It normally costs 150 bucks, and there's no obligation, no signing on the dotted line, no commitments that you are worried about having to stay up with. It's just an informative session where you might be able to consider the Neograph procedure as a solution to your hair loss problems. It's that simple. 
975hair.com. Set up the appointment. Talk to them. See if it's right for you. It was right for me and Granado too. We sing his praises daily because of the results that we've seen. You could be the next in line. Check him out today. Go to 975hair.com. On ESPN 97.5, it's the Killer Bees and Murderous Jays. This Saturday is homecoming for the Cougars. Their last game was absolutely electric going on the road. First road Big 12 win. And it's time to bring that energy back to TDECU Stadium this weekend. Ticket special for the game, $15 tickets. Grab your family and friends. Get your tickets today. Go to uhcougars.com slash tickets or call 713-GO-COUGS to get your tickets today. Come early and enjoy all the new activities in Cougar Alley in front of TDECU Stadium, including the huge LED TV screen, Bud Light Backyard, and more. Caller number 5-713-780-3776 wins a pair of tickets to see Houston-Cincinnati homecoming this Saturday at 6 713 780 So, uh, Joe tipped us off on something a little bit earlier. Uh, Joe, uh, John Morosi uh, yeah. covers baseball for somebody who employs him to cover baseball. He said that there's a, uh, a new name in the mix for the Houston Astros managerial position. And he goes by the name of Ray Montgomery. Who? I've never heard of Ray Montgomery before. I think we both had to ask Joe like twice, like who yeah. and where is he from? He's and, a skillful looking fella. There's a there's an association with someone in the organization that's not going to make people play play with the Astros for three years. He has a uh, one career home run, so one more home run than you and I. Mm-hmm. He's uh, twenty one for eighty seven lifetime. 241 hitter, played in 96, 97, and 98, right around the time of a certain killer B. Yeah, there's a connection between Jeff Bagwell, Dana mm. Brown, and Ray Montgomery. Apparently, it's like a mutual I mean, connection. I don't know. Hmm. Hopefully, there's no truth to this, because if they hired Ray Montgomery to be the manager, it I don't... It would be an uproar. Yeah, just the fact that it's like, well, it's our compromise decision. Like, I, I don't love what that signals. One, you got people saying who. Two, there's an association with Bagwell. And three, there's an expectation that you can't take a guy that's very much seemingly disconnected from Major League Baseball at the highest level right now and then put him in and get people excited about the fact that he could lead this team where it needs to go. Yeah, uh, apparently candidate to watch Astros GM Dana Brown is a big fan of Montgomery. Montgomery played baseball for the Astros in the late 90s and was a teammate of Jeff Bagwell. (sighs) Apparently, Ray, if you build it, he will come. Yeah, I don't know how much. It seems I... like he's a character in Field of Dreams before he's a possible candidate for a managerial job at the Houston Astros. Don't know how much I I like the idea of Ray Montgomery. I could see Ray Montgomery the managing the Brewers. Apparently, he's in the mix for the Angels too. Okay, he was. I guess he was a bench coach with the uh, the Angels this year. I didn't realize that. I did not either, and I don't need to realize it any further so that he's a candidate for the Astros. Baseball manager searches are so weird. Could you imagine hiring the bench the bench coach? For the Angels. For, for the Angels. Like, that'd be like hiring the OC from a bottom 10 offense in the NFL. Yeah. It'd be, what? It, well, it, it'd be it, like David Kelly. <laughs> if you consider the bench coach for the Diamondbacks, sure. If you consider because of Dana's connection to the Braves with Walt Weiss being the bench coach for the Braves, sure. But for the Angels? Like, yeah. for the for the Rangers? No, because you're not going to do that because they're the Rangers and they're your biggest arch rival. But for teams that suck? No. There's nothing that screams, oh, yeah, there's a guy that I need to go get. Like Joe and I said, when when the Mets took the Yankees bench coach, who? And yeah. they did what? You, okay. know what um, you know what? I have an admission to make. I miss James Click. I miss James Click running the Houston Astros. 
You're just you're out on Dana now. I'm not. I'm not completely out. I just think that this would be a better operated ship. Maybe better operated, but if it's not conducive to better communicate or good communication with the owner, I don't. I don't care. I think it was better. I think Click ran it better than Crane. Well, there's no doubt he yeah. ran it better than I'm, Crane. I miss James Click. Do you miss James Click? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Car wreck of the day. Let's get to that. Presented by CarWreckTexas.com. This is the Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. All right. What, um, what are you laughing at? Because it's just like a landslide where we only need, not, the three of us don't even need each have a nominee. I know. Uh, <laughs> I do have a. Uh, I do have another nominee. Obviously, we're all going to nominate Al's phone call, and we already know that Typical Al's phone dumb call. Dumbass cowboy fan. That was Dre. His response and his killer bees, murderous Jays, and one big dumb A that's going to win <laughs> that. <laughs> that drop is going to live on the show Love it. now. It's, it's really permanent. Good. It's there every time a Cowboys fan calls. Typical dumbass cowboy fan. Except for you, Dre. We like you, Dre. And we like a lot of the other ones too. Dre, noted cowboy fan. Yep. Noted. Noted cowboy fan. Yeah, we have about three dozen texts that have all nominated Al's phone call. Uh, but I do have a couple of other... Well, I have one other nominee. If you'll have some other nominees, we can you know throw it into the mix I here. I think I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, before anything else happens, nominate the Astros managerial search. Yeah, I really hope that they still early. get somebody that they, they're good. I don't know, man. I just... Gut feeling. I'm going to nominate it. I don't have a good feeling about it. I don't have a good feeling about it. Are you feeling that because everybody loves Raymond, or is that you feeling that because they're just going to stay with Joe Espada and that's it? I have a new nominee for our car wreck of the day. Everybody loves Raymond is now nominated for the car wreck of the day. Great Blaker's joke seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Joe's question from earlier. Man. Oh, Joe's yeah, question right. for he, he thought he got off the hook. He thought Al bailed him I out. I thought I was good to go. He thought Al bailed him out. He was asking us, would you have Caleb Williams ahead of C.J. Stroud? So Joe's question, definite nomination for Car Wreck of the Day. You doing a show later, Joe? Yeah. Is that going to be a segment on the uh, the bullpen today? No, because it was a question. It wasn't a take. No, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be a video for, the, for, for to, social media. Trying to drive the conversation. Did y'all mention, what was y'all's nominees yesterday? Did y'all mention? Did y'all nominate Caleb Williams and his dog or yep. whatever? Yep. Y'all did nominate that. Was, that. Yep. Yeah, with that, the courts. Oh, the courts were the so NBA bad. Courts. Can we nominate that again? Yeah, I think it should be nominated every. I can't. How, uh, who thought that was a good idea? Was this, I don't what, know, man. Was the Grinch the USC defensive oh, coordinator? He won. Yeah. The yeah. Grinch won. See, I don't actually. I don't think that. Uh, I think I got the nominee wrong on that one. I don't think Alex Grinch should have been nominated there. Lincoln Riley. Yeah. No, Lincoln Riley got nominated. With, well, it was USC. Yeah, it was kind of like a oh, okay. combo player. And the fact combo that he probably planner. should have been fired a few weeks ago. Yeah, he hung on too long there. Yeah. Maybe way too long. I wonder who's going to call defensive plays there. I think Cliff Kingsbury's an analyst there. You think he can switch over to the defensive side of the ball like Bobby like Bobby Slowick did? Uh, Ken it. Norton back there? I have no idea. Ken Norton was a hot name as a, for to be a coach for a while after being like on Pete Carroll's staff. I have no clue. You know who he is, Ken Norton. Yeah, Senior, I know. Linebacker. Of course. Yeah, okay. I don't know if he's on the staff of USC, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with this staff there. I'm just of, trying to uh, think USC. of who might call defensive plays for SC the rest of the way. Yeah, I don't know. It's too late anyway. Yeah. All right. I think we have our winner for our – everybody's just nominating Al. Like, we're not getting any nominees. We got Joe's question. We got Al's phone call. Nominated the court again. 
Plus, Al went double whammy on us and went to Adolis Garcia after already yeah. bad taken. Well, back. I mean, he told us to grow up. <laughs> and y'all are wrong because I said you're wrong. He told us so to you're grow wrong. Up. He got a little. He got you got him a little triggered there. I like it. You got him a little bit animated because I knew where he. I knew exactly who we was in his case before he started saying y'all and everything about what we were saying about who we were supporting. Man, come on, Al. What is a uh, what is a worst take? That Dak is better than CJ or Adolis Garcia is better than any Houston Astro. I that's a great that's a question. Push. I don't think I, I think it's the latter. Because I think it's the latter. Probably. There, there actually, actually he made the list. That's a that's a bad take Boulevard. It's there. early on CJ. Do so you want to be stupid and make that comment? It's not, fine. Just who, save the who? audio for but Thursday. But here's the thing. The idea you're going to put Jordan Alvarez and Adolis Garcia in the same category? Come on. Well, I mean, Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. Yeah, Jose Altuve is going to go down as one of the greatest offensive second basemen of all time. Adolis Garcia got really good late in his career after he beefed up for eighty games. And this they year. have Justin Verlander, Hall of Famer. And by the way, that's a worst take. That's he had a great take. run in the playoffs this year till he got hurt. Right now, he needs to parlay that about six or seven times to come up to the numbers that Jose Altuve's put up in the playoffs. I wonder what size hat Adolis Garcia wears for. Just just because of that, for no other reason Probably other than eight. I'm curious about what you think. You got a big head after this no, playoff success? No, 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 oh. no. I don't think it's anything like that. I'm just curious what size hat he wears. That's that's it. All right, it's going to do it for us. They don't sell them at lids, Joe. Thank you to Joe George for doing all the work. He's blank. I'm Brandon. Blank's out tomorrow. Joe George is going to be in with me, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of fun things. Got to go to a play. Do you going to a play? Yep. Plays are fun. Yep. Where at? At the school. Oh, I thought you meant Taylor like a, has to speak. I thought you meant like I a, can't miss. That. I thought you meant like a good play. No. Oh, that, oh that, I'm gonna tell Taylor that too. <laughs> I'm kidding. Have fun. That'd be great. Being a good father, I like that. All right, does it for us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Houston, Joe George in the bullpen is next on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5.